but but it's a branding exercise for us to not know. Dang yeah, no, luckily it is largely about us being idiots, so it's fine. Yeah, um, yeah, it's good. We're just living hey up guys, to our reputation. Yeah. I I would say in terms of uh I would say that's it. You know, that's 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 the fleet. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so has anyone posted a fleet yet? No, I don't know how to, and I don't plan on figuring it out. You must be a desktop Twitter user. I Yeah, for, uh, usually. You must be one of those keyboard tweeters. I'm a little bit of a keyboard warrior. Yeah. Uh-huh. How, how else can you do those those threads? Well, it's tough otherwise. Yeah, you mean that. Yeah, you know, the the stuff that should just be an article. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to do on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. What about you? Hunter, have you made a fleet yet? Uh, not yet, unfortunately. Sorry, sir. Mm. But no. Mm-hmm. Have you been at least planning one? Yeah. Any yeah, plans? I've actually been planning. <laughs> I've been sitting down with my crew. Uh, I'm just looking at all the writing that's coming in. And right now I'm not super happy with it. So mm-hmm. we're right. going to go back to the room and someone's getting back. fired from the OBTV content house. Um, look, we, I don't want to say anything publicly, but, um, I mean, as you know, we've been collaborating a lot with Logan Paul recently. And okay, <laughs> Logan, I was going to say it's fucked up for Jake to say that he invented content houses when OBTV has been, you know, doing content for the last 50 40 years. years. Yeah, you know, it's like, years. you know, that's fine. You get to create content houses. But I and in a way, I kind of created the both of you fucks. So I'm sorry. I should <laughs> wow. I shouldn't curse. If we could cut this out of the podcast, that'd be absolutely fantastic. This is, this I just don't want this podcast. Sadly. I don't want this getting out. Um, yeah, this is on CNN right at now. At least out yet. I will be boxing uh, Vanilla Ice in like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you can oh, post oh. it then. But Vani- I think Vanilla Ice was on Obama's uh, playlist this week. I'm well, sure it was. Yeah, that's, that's really what this whole match is about, to be honest. <laughs> Can't believe you showed up on Obama's playlist, you motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, man. It's like all these like random mixtapes that Obi made like, back in the day. Yeah. It's yeah. like Obama has a stack of Obi mixtapes just sitting unopened on his desk yeah but but vanilla ice just has the fucking door open for him (laughs) huh okay listen uh, normally i listen to adele but i just found this straight uh fire (laughs) it's called radiohead x jungle beats volume three (laughs) damn because they hit me on the head here yeah, really. Um, you guys felt targeted. <laughs> you, know what, you know what sucks is I bet Obama has a PS5. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And he's totally smoking weed right now. But yeah, he's doing both. He's actually yeah. rolling joints on the PS5. He's like not even playing it. It's like Oof. it's fucked up. Shakes getting in the vents that. and shit. God yeah. damn it. But he doesn't it, care because he has like three more. <laughs> That's right. Guys, I'm in so much pain, guys. I'm in just <laughs> Why do you why do you need a PlayStation 5 so badly? I, because I need my suffering to end. But it's not even about the PS5 from? anymore. It's about it's about me. I'm trapped in this refresh hell, and and <laughs> there's there's no giving up at this point. I'm too deep. Hunter, and have you seen only, a movie called Uncut Gems? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. This is really an uncut gems. Like Griffin yeah, needs this, Griffin needs to win. <laughs> this is his like dubiously mined black opal. Yeah, I exactly. see. I see. I see. And he'll Honestly, do anything if, to get it. If I got a PS5 and then someone shot me in the head, I would be happy. That would be <laughs> ideal. <laughs> You'd probably like post mortem come, right? Like you would I'd die like, oh, and then wow. come. 
I literally, my last words are, oh, it's bigger than I thought. And then I just get shot in the head. <laughs> I, I mean, never even turn it on. Yeah, because if you got shot before that, you definitely have unfinished business. And you, you just, turn be around. Haunting, just be haunting game stops across the country. <laughs> turn around and just be like, it doesn't have a CD drive. Blam. <laughs> There's no optical drive. Well, dude, guys, it has gotten so bad that I have, I have given up on even getting a digital one. I am willing to pay the extra hundred dollars just to end insane, my dude. suffering wow. like i don't like the, the the disc one looks ugly as shit i don't want it but i literally would pay i would pay a hundred more dollars to stop having to look at wario 64's timeline wait do you so is the the cd ones more expensive yeah they they're literally charging a hundred extra extra dollars just to have the disc drive and the disc drive looks terrible that's weird uh, that they're making the you pay I mean, $100 is not the cost well, of a CD drive. They, That's true. They, yeah. had, they had to reopen the last CD drive factory just to make this. So. Oh, okay. yeah. That's pretty expensive. I mean, I guess it's on a Blu-ray, but still, a Blu-ray drive is like, it's like maybe 20 bucks tops if you're putting it right. in a computer, so... Hunter's yeah. been building his own PS5 from spare parts. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, dude. Right. Where's the build your own PS5 community right now? Yeah. Deep, <laughs> the deep, deep corners of Reddit. Man, P- oh, do you have some PS5 updates, though? Oh, okay. Um, I've seen <laughs> I've seen Rory's. And, oh. it, and I'll tell you this. They wow. are bigger than it seems online. The thing is a fucking it's gargantuan. Really? It's, it's the size of like yeah. a fourth grade nerds trapper keeper, like a kid who never throws away their homework. Oh, is shit. It, is it like, bigger than the PS4? I used to have one of those. Yeah, I used to, that's how. Yeah, I used to have one too. That's how I know what it looks like. <laughs> I used to oh. have a binder that actually zipped shut because I used to cram so much stuff that I like couldn't do it in a regular binder. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frankie was one of those suitcase roller backpack guys, uh, wasn't whoa, he? Whoa, whoa, no. Okay, because those weren't out yet when I was a kid in school. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. He was a black trench coat, small little tiny circle uh, sunglasses uh, kind yeah, of kid. huge and, and huge gun and huge grudge kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's much bigger than the PS4, Hunter. It's... <laughs> It's if you put the I think if you took all three game systems on the shelf I'm looking at and sort of mushed them together, it might be the PS5. And for context, that's a PS4, a PS3 and an Xbox 360. Um, It's fucking enormous. And then the other like rule of three third thing is different. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know, some there's a lot of theaters out there. They'll teach you a lot of great things. <laughs> uh, most mm-hmm. of them are closed. Yeah. Don't go to them or you'll die. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, don't. Justice has been served on those locations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only story pirates rest in peace. Um, yeah. <laughs> everyone else fucking die. Um, uh, but. The other update is that Rory found out by being an being a weird idiot and zooming in mega close on his phone that the dots on the controller are the circle square yes. X triangle. Yes. I did not oh. know that. That's what I was oh. trying to say the other day was, was the, when, when he was licking it. Could he taste the shapes? Yeah, I was going to. That's really cool that PlayStation 5 made the controllers compatible for people with ADHD. Yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. a million secrets on there. Yeah. It's sort of the it's sort of the gamer's braille. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Jason's like, oh, like, oh, I know this is the controller. Like, you know how to game after that. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to the other shape, the other similarly shaped objects in your house that you might be grabbing that are shaped just like a PS5 controller. <laughs> you need, it needs a special sign. Yeah, well, we need all sorts of special signs here. Um, but uh, guys, hey, it's your it's your weekly podcast about video games. It's the only podcast about it. It's us, the Game Boys. <laughs> uh, I'm Griffin, of course, and we got Lux and our two guests this afternoon, evening, or morning, whenever you're listening. <laughs> we got Hunter Edwards, uh, return champion, and Frankie Griffin. Hello. How are y'all doing today, guys? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing good. Whoa. Okay, cool. Hunter cool. hasn't played me in Blood Bowl yet, so his mood's still at a 10. Yeah, I can yeah. still mm. try to kill myself by the end of the day. <laughs> I can squeeze yeah. that in. Yeah, it's yeah. that's been the best running thing of all time has been Hunter's <laughs> swings of manic depression every time he has to play Frankie and Blood Bowl. <laughs> fucking like, rules. Listen, if I if I don't win in the game, I don't win in life. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, you guys have been playing this this Blood Bowl game, and, and, and that's sort of where we wanted to start today. Uh, I do have a lot of thoughts about some of the next gen games that have come out this week, but we'll save that stuff for the end. The ones uh, we can't get. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, don't worry. I, I have a lot to say about uh, Cod Blops. Um, and, <laughs> Gross! I hate that. <laughs> I I have been popping my cod blobs. Uh, oh, and uh, you know what? My my grandpa also had that too. That's pretty bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's incurable. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's actually. Uh, and then uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Also, I, I have a lot of lot of stuff to say about that. But you guys have been playing this game called Blood Bowl, yes. um, and I have not. So let me explain the game to you guys. <laughs> Um, from my perspective, this seems sort of like, like XCOM meets Mm. football. Uh, Yes. Yeah, that's pretty much it. From a mechanical sense. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like on a log line level, I think that basically, that basically hits the spot. Um, yeah, but it's also like nasty fantasy freaks that you got to remember. It's important to remember that everything in this game is gross. That's mm-hmm. a big, a big plus about it. Everything looks nasty um, and it's violent and it's mean and it's very hard to do anything in the game. Yeah. Now, so it, now this is where I guess I originally was apprehensive. Is it hard in the sense of uh, there's a lot of systems going on and a lot of menus? Because that's that's what makes me no, afraid for this, this is game. A video game adaptation of a spinoff of a war gaming <laughs> game yeah. called called Warhammer. Um, and, but, and so it's, it's like, it's, it's this like abstraction of, of how the pieces physically move and stuff, but it's really simple. It's just that everything is based on rolling D sixes, uh, and the dice are cruel. Yeah. I guess like if I could distill it even further from the, the X commonality, it's like playing chess, except anytime you want to move a piece, you have to roll a dice. And if you roll a one, uh, the other player gets to break the piece in half and laugh at you. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very I, I, raw. I do that in normal chess. I can yeah. only play one game. <laughs> <laughs> All the pieces are ruined. Yeah, I'd say like uh, the 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 basic learning curve for like being able to play is pretty it's it's a pretty low slope. Like you can pick it up after playing one or two games basically but then you'll just start getting mad because the difficulty is in the dice really yeah yeah it's like 
Well, it's go like, ahead, Lux. You just like you make a lot of choices. And the thing about this game, if you're me, I guess this isn't true for everyone. We can talk about the differences and how we approach the game in a little bit. But like, <laughs> like that's going to be the focal, the focal conversation. Like a, yeah, that's like the emotional element. But the like, so the way I, I approach the game is like, you know, I make a bunch of crazy plans. And I'm like, I'm going to do this crazy plan. And then I do the crazy plan and then someone rolls a one at some point in the plan and everything falls apart and I lose. Um, and that's sort of the gist of the game is that you get these sort of uh, reach exceeds your grasp moments where like mm, you see yes, yes. you see the beautiful touchdown goal and then how you're going to get to like yell at your enemy and call them a dumb idiot for letting you score a touchdown and dance on their grave. And then your dude just falls over because he has to run extra far and then he dies. And then you're then it's bad. Yeah. So does that sound fun to you, Griffin? Does that sound like something you'd want to enjoy? I think um I think I think that there nothing can be gained without sacrifice. That's true. Um All right, well, that's, that's a, a good blood bowl attitude. A strong blood yeah. bowl emotional framework for sure. I mean, listen, like one of the reasons that I sort of grew incredibly emotionally attached to my XCOM 2 squad was the fact that they could go away. Yeah. Well, um that that's the know. most brutal thing about this is like I I mean I've been playing this game for years, so I have like some very old teams. And in my hubris, I was like, oh, I'll just I'll take one of my great teams that I've had for years and put it up against Frankie, who's like a fucking idiot and doesn't know how to play the game. And it really only comes down to like one die roll and he'll he'll just he'll kill your prized pupil, man. Like yeah. he, he'll mm. yeah. uh, Cause so there's, there's there's pieces pieces do uh, level up. Um, yeah, and, so and you like, get like attached. There's to... even like rare level ups where like so like even even when you level up, you have to roll dice to see what sort of skills you can get. And if you roll like doubles, like you can get like these um, these amazing extra like you can like up there like basic strength and agility and stuff. And uh, you know, getting a piece to level four requires playing a lot of games with that piece and one tackle going poorly can just permanently kill that piece forever with with no hope of anything yeah so mm-hmm. and what, I, one, one thing i liked was that like all the races had like different specific like abilities they and are stuff extremely cool um, and so like i watched a game where like i think it was like big ogre guys versus like elves or something yeah. and like the elves were able to like dodge tackles easier i guess as like a racial attribute or yeah. something yeah, um, yeah they're so, fast. Like, all, all that stuff is, is super fun my question was can you make a, a a motley crew of different races or is this game racist and am i about to cancel all of you? <laughs> um, uh there are some in the like uh tournament rules like in like strict blood bowl rules there are some mixed teams uh technically uh underworld denizens is a mixed team uh so is chaos dwarves those two teams are allowed uh and you can make mixed teams and mixed teams tournaments but specifically in blood bowl when you when you mix two teams together you kind of get to pick the best of both worlds so mixed teams often get like really overpowered uh so uh yes and no to your question so ultimately yeah. it's pro inclusion because you get rewarded for it it's just also not allowed it's too and then, good. Like, in the in in the warhammer lore all of the different races are also generally extremely racist yeah okay. yeah they all truly mm-hmm. hate each other the lore the lore is actually a fun thing to talk about for a sec because warhammer started out having 
really fun, silly lore and largely being kind of a goof and like a satire of like grim, dark 70s fantasy stuff. Um, And that was sort of the initial style of, of Warhammer. And then it got very like up its own butt and sort of just became grim, sure dark did. 70s style fantasy stuff. Um, but Blood Bowl is like the one place where like that original like, isn't this all pretty stupid? Uh, kind of energy is extremely present in every single thing that happens. There's like, a lot of on the nose wordplay. A yeah. lot of on the nose wordplay. A lot of like, just like the animations are silly. Like when people fuck up, it's like meant to be kind of silly looking. Like there's yeah. a, a, a move called a go for it where you can move beyond your movement limitation. And if you roll dice and fail at it, you fall over. And like the animation for falling over is like, players like slip like they stepped on a banana peel yeah. and are just like whoa but then they snap their neck and blood flies out and you hear that <laughs> horrible sound effect that tells you that someone has died yeah <laughs> and then you scream um yeah it's uh it's fun and the thing it's like you said griffin a good thing that you touched on is that like it has this this ex commie aspect of like you get really attached yeah. to your team when you play in a league like you you get really attached to your team when you play in a league and you also like get it gets emotionally heated when you play the game <laughs> um, which we can definitely talk about a little Does bit, it? but like, just because yeah, of like, Griffin, like Griffin, imagine how fucked up it would be if like you were playing XCOM, but then Hunter dropped into the game and decided to kill your entire team. <laughs> yeah, it would I be would, kind of fucked up, right? Well, I that's would write a the, lengthy letter uh, to, <laughs> <laughs> to the creator of XCOM. Well, that's <laughs> the beauty. That's the beauty of Blood Bowl is that you yeah. know your best friend can become your uh, worst enemy, as I've uh-huh. learned. Yeah, for sure. It's like yeah, uh, uh, I got a uh, Blood Bowl to to play with Hunter, and after so, and then we played like three nights <laughs> in a row, and we had to take a break from playing it because it was straining our friendship at first. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I, yeah, that's uh, a sign of a good multiplayer game. There, it like. is, but it's like it's super fucked up because again, I've played this game for years and years and years, and Frankie gets the game, and he's he's the Neo of Blood Bowl. <laughs> The game oh, yeah. bends around Frankie's yeah. will. Everything works out for Frankie. And when yeah. I play him, it never goes right for me. It's fucking uh-huh. And it's, it's just like, it's this like <laughs> philosophical question of like, do I spit in the face of death every time I have to play against this man? Or should I just simply never play this game again? Hunter, yeah. Hunter made a team called the Frankie Killers. Uh, he the killed Frankie every Killers single piece. are 0 and 3. Yeah. They, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's truly a team wild. of giant dudes to kill him, and he killed all the giant dudes. So, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think if I played Blood Bowl, I'd be less of a Neo, more of a the Spaghetti Twins, the Albino <laughs> Twins. Yeah. Yeah. Why Not do people really wait. sure why you're there, and then I just disappear? Is that really their name? This is the second time I've heard them called the Spaghetti Twins. Yeah, because the other like time was when weeks. you and I were talking, and yeah, I also yeah. talked to Griffin, and we talk about the Matrix <laughs> do, sometimes, like, and I say oh, Spaghetti okay. Boys. I like I'm a huge huge fan of the matrix why this is just now i've heard them referenced as the, the spaghetti twins well, look at their it's hair super, they have hair like yeah. spaghetti. Well, i understand and their hair looks very stupid. few people know that this that's their actual name yeah uh, uh, if you look it up on wikipedia it just says twins yeah. parentheses the matrix which is an awful character name. if you oh, go to matrix.fandom.com and search twins it says did you mean the spaghetti twins well i i just typed it in i typed in twins on matrix uh fan uh, site.com and it says uh twins comma Basil? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, two twins. Uh, crazy. Twins, comma, and. 
love those guys. But yeah, uh, you you could be you could be the you could be the spaghetti brothers of of Blood Bowl. It's yeah. like the the thing with Blood Bowl. The reason why I think you'd you'd fuck with it is that with like. The same we've talked about this with with a lot of games. Like the same way the Souls games are really fun because like when you beat a boss, it's like a jubilant experience because you've overcome like an impossible difficulty. That's how it feels to like do anything well in Blood Bowl. That's how it um, feels to play one match of Blood Bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if you could win one match of Blood Bowl, like it feels like you just beat like the, the, a Dark Souls boss that you've been on work on all day. Yeah, that's awesome. And I've been that's trying cool. to beat Frankie for like three weeks now. So yeah, the Frankie <laughs> Hunter rivalry is another reason to get into it. Mm-hmm. If only to just enjoy. Yeah. Like it's it's truly insane because <laughs> Hunter's gonna start making YouTube videos on how to beat Frankie. Okay, guys. I, I so tr- here's so when you play Frankie, here's how it's gonna go. I am Dude. currently in talks to sell this story to netflix so move over <laughs> queen's gambit here comes uh, uh, so so yeah. so, so uh, hunter started this league that i'm kind of helping with and like doing like co-commentator stuff with and something that I, that I think is very fun is hunter has now uh so uh, lux has now played against me uh, after like hunter tried to explain what it will be like and uh sydney uh sydney sweet ass who, whom we all know from Twitch and such has also played, and both times, um, <coughs> Lux's mood transformed into into to Hunter's rage, and Sydney's mood also transformed into Hunter's rage as everything Hunter warned them about started to come true. It sounds unbelievable <laughs> when they first hear it, but then they they get on board there, and they hate it. There was an incident that stands out to me when we played Frankie <laughs> of so in this game, you sometimes have to like you said, Griffin, dodge tackle zones and um. And it's, it's like your it's like, like the other teams on Overwatch, right? So if you get yeah. near them, they yeah, can yeah. get you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's exactly. essentially Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. So you have to dodge yeah. out of these Overwatch zones, and like if people are around the ball, for instance, you also like get penalties of picking up the ball, stuff like that. And Frankie had a big beefy black orc, which are slow and bad at dodging, and it was next to one of my guys. Um, <laughs> and then the ball was next to a different one of my guys, and Frankie was able to dodge with the black orc away from my guy. <laughs> pick up the ball and then dodge away from another one of my guys. And <laughs> to, to clarify the odds of this, the odds of the first thing happening were 33% out of a hundred. The odds of the mm-hmm. second thing happening were 17% out of a hundred. <laughs> and the odds of the mm-hmm. third thing happening were also 17% out of a hundred. Uh, mm-hmm. And all three of them happened in sequence in rapid yeah. succession. The uh, lightning I'm, struck thrice. Yes, yeah, right. I, yeah. I, Literally, he bends the yeah. game to his will. He <laughs> he know he like he can see through the code of the game. Yeah, it really does. I really do feel like when like when Frankie plays, he just sees like the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just raining yeah. green fucking. Uh, but I text just see blonde, shit. brunette, redhead. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frank, yeah, Frankie's hey, listen, over guys, here eating the damn steak. steak to me. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so I guess. Um. Another, uh, I had two other major questions. The first one was: there's these these leagues or or yeah. what have you, and, yeah. and and if I get this correct, there are sort of like private leagues that you can set up amongst your friends. But then I guess there's also like competitive public leagues too, right? Yeah, yeah. So going back to what Frankie said, uh, we uh, are starting a league, a casual league between all of us, right? Which. If you're listening to this, you're absolutely welcome to join. Just try to find us. Blood buddies. Uh, try alive. to find us. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like you Catch can me have. If you can. <laughs> uh, 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 like we're trying to do a fun little casual league, which will hopefully be eight players, hopefully more. But then you know, 
we all play 16 games against each other over 16 weeks. We don't want to burn ourselves. 16 weeks? Holy we, shit. We play a full one game season a week. of fantasy orc football. Yeah. I mean, it's so kind of, how long are these games if you really are doing only one a week? Uh, an hour, hour and a half, okay. two hours. Wow. Okay. Uh, I mean, you're absolutely welcome to play the game as much as you want, but again, it is the <laughs> trying to schedule matches between eight people over the course True. of the week does take the week to do. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but then yeah, so there is tons of other leagues though. There's an eternal league that uh, some people on Reddit started which is a really fun one if you're trying to play some of the best people at the game. There's a rookie version of it where if you're trying to learn the game, it's the same thing, but people more your skill level. Uh, and then there's the official one that Blood Bowl 2 has had since the very beginning, which is like the the Wild West of the leagues. <laughs> you really don't know what you're going to get, but most likely it'll be a super patronizing French guy that will... <laughs> Only insults you the entire match. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, which is I interesting. I saw Hunter play that patronizing French guy, and he was insulting him in French with like French colloquialisms that we had to both look up to try to figure out. <laughs> yeah, it was like, <laughs> it was intense. hey, wait a second. This guy called me a fucking donkey kisser. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's and, do- uh, and donkey is French for ass. Right, right, right. Wait, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> oh man, I can't believe you're just now realizing how badly you were burned. I'm under. so pissed, dude. I'm so fucking mad right now. Um, but yeah, it's uh, there's there's a lot there for everybody. Uh, if you want to play more than one match of Blood Bowl a week, you could absolutely do that. But it like for most for the most part in league settings, that's that's usually how it works. Yeah. So is there microtransactions? Can I pay two play no. boys? Uh well I mean you can buy some of the DLC teams unless you if you don't get the legendary edition, which is pretty cheap. Yeah, uh, it would be in, it would be inadvisable to, to do that. <laughs> but there there's truly like you can't buy players, uh, which is great. Uh so I mean that even adds more levity to like people worked really hard to get this level five piece. It would be a real pain in the ass if it died and then here comes mm-hmm. frankie that's right um but yeah, it's also there's... it's also very it like the stakes of everything are really high because you have to like earn money to buy pieces in a in various leagues like you have to earn the points you spend on the pieces you do the stuff um and so there's definitely there are definitely times where like uh i'll just lose like a key piece early in a season and be like well i guess i'm fucked for the next four games yeah mm-hmm. um and that's a shitty feeling, but knowing that it can happen like makes everything so much more exciting. See, and then I uh-huh. don't form any of this attachment, and so I play the game very differently, and it is it's, it's apparently upsetting. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. a notable thing. Is is there's two kind of ways you can play the game. There's two sort of there's well, spe- okay. Hang on, let me stop for a second. <laughs> it's because you've never had a player die. That's the uh, the entire reason. Is that you kill three players a game. <laughs> And you've never had a player that you've had to get rid of or die. And that is truly it. Let's continue. Sorry. I was just. No, that's fair. That was so frustrating. Aside from Frankie's chosen one privilege. Yeah. Hey, Frankie is what what zero personal loss does to a motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, I am. I am. I am. No, Frankie, what you're thinking of is privilege, not attachment. (laughs) It's privilege. (laughs) 
Um, God. But yeah, so aside from Frankie's uh, immense, immense sort of, uh, <laughs> immense sort of uh, conservative privilege, um, uh, the there's sort of a spectrum of how you play the game. They range from what they call bash to dash. Bash being like a team that punches everyone. Dash being like people that run around a lot. And there's like a spectrum in there. And the bashier teams tend to die a lot less, and the dashier teams try, tend to die a lot more. And the part of the fun of the game is sort of figuring out where on that spectrum you sit or like feel comfortable. Like I play almost exclusively dash teams. So that means every single game is a chance that my whole team could just die and I'm fucked forever. Um, mm-hmm. Frankie, on the other hand, plays almost exclusively bash teams in my experience. Correct. So, so Frankie gets to just sort of be like, I'm just going to I will I'll take every punch you can punch and I'll punch you back. And at the end of the day, I bet my punches will be better. And well, so, so far, it's been decidedly so true. In in my mind, right, it's a game. It's a dice based game called Blood Bowl, where everything about the game's mechanics and the flavor and lore encourage you to focus heavily on the blood aspect. So I do. Again, yeah. he just sees the game in a different way than <laughs> most normal people do. I don't think anybody would have put those two together. Uh, Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> nothing, well, Frankie. You know, I mean, you, know it's not <laughs> you just love to do blood and other people yeah, love to, to do, do bowl. the blood part. Yeah, yeah, there's that- people who love to do the bowl part. Yeah. Me and Lux. That, pa- that pause you heard a second ago was us editing out 10 minutes of streaming. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm fine um, now. I, I've got my apple juice and my cheese stick. I think I'm okay. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess to my next question, uh, you know, this game did come out in, in 2015. It is like a sequel. Um, and people said it like it does improve a lot on the original. Um, but a lot of people still complained about like frustrating dice rolls yeah. and sort of the rule set not being well explained uh, to newcomers. Yeah. Um, which are two yes. like two of my biggest kind of pet peeves about the game. Um, but outside of those sort of, I guess you would say like obvious problems. I'm looking at this game. It looks fun. It looks competitive and i'm wondering why is this game not successful in competitive video game areas why is why are only 200 people streaming it on twitch right now i would like why is this game why did this game never catch it's because um this has never really been the focus of games workshop slash warhammer from the get-go this has always kind of been like a fun thing that the company likes to do uh that the company likes to like put out, but it's never been like a real, like, Oh, we got to get this into the hands of like streamers and stuff like that. This is our Fortnite or something. It seems like a side, like mobile game project almost. I mean, like even the video game aspect of it, I don't think they were ever counting on even this many people playing the video game version of it, but (laughs) because it's been doing well, I mean, this blood bowl has been around since like the beginning of Warhammer. So it's been around for at least like, 20 30 years um and they are the new one is coming out next year uh they already released the tabletop version of it it looks like a huge improvement and they it does seem like games workshop now recognizes oh there's a video game version of this we should focus more (laughs) on like getting this getting more eyeballs on it because it is like i mean I I also think the success of chess on Twitch has a lot to do with it because people will sit and watch fucking people play chess all the yeah. time. So why not a, a slightly more fun to watch version of chess? Well, I think a lot of it is that you watch chess because you understand the rules. And then it's yeah. like if the rules are dense, then people are going to be like, well, I don't really know why that happened. Right. Once- I, I 
that is true that that is super messed up, but the community is <laughs> so friendly that mm-hmm. like any question anybody's had, I've been totally down to like answer it within my own league. And I'm, I do that because all the other leagues that I've ever been in with random people, they've all been super cool and like very nice and down to explain how the game works. It is a flaw of the video game that they don't teach you the more like complicated maneuvers that you can see in the video game or like that you can do in the game itself. But I mean, I think, I mean, there's a lot of games that struggle from that. I mean, like street fighter has had that problem for years and years also. So, um, but it does look again in the new version that they are trying to alleviate that and take some of the more complicated stuff out of the game. Um, um, so there I, is hope in the future. Well, but there is there is one fundamental thing that gets at what Griffin's talking about that is definitely true and makes it hard to follow, and that's the way skills work. Is that there's just a yeah. ton, a ton, a ton of skills that you can put on characters that can do a ton of different things, and that have way different strategic utility and can well, trigger all kinds of different ways. I, um, well, because well, unless I, I mean the the game is is meant to be played where sort of like Warhammer and like 40k where you're playing with a stack of books next to you that you can just go reference while you're playing to make sure you're doing something right. True. Yeah. But I, I don't know. In my opinion, it, it's also not as complicated. I mean, cause me and Frankie have also tried to play oh, Warhammer. I mean, it's way less complex than 40k. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I watched, I watched you guys play that on the stream. And it sucked <laughs> ass. It was a it struggle. Was, yeah. And it kind of sucked ass to play it too. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. It's much (laughs) easier than that. And I would also argue that there's maybe only two skills that you really need to know. And that's block and dodge. And then everything else is like kind of is secondary to that thing. But the thing is, if you were, if you're like you've been saying, if you're watching it on Twitch and you're watching it to like watch it competitively and like get into it, Mm. like you do have to know that like tackle counters, dodge and wrestle counters block and, break tackle on a big guy means he can move around a lot easier. And you know, what does the act, what does the sprint gives you an extra movement and catch gives you a free re like knowing how all that stuff works is really integral to understanding the choices players are making. And part of watching something on Twitch and watching it like part yeah. of watching, like Griffin was saying, part of watching chess is like, you see the choice, the choice they made. And you also see the other possible choices and you can think through why they made that choice versus other possible choice and choice you would have made or whatever. Um, and, if, and, and thinking if about you don't have all the bubble now, skills, you can't do that. Yeah, absolutely. And but then and also going back to what Griffin was saying about why hasn't it like caught on on like a competitive esports level. I'm, I'm wondering if is, is it is it maybe because it is so like so much of it is random chance. Like it's it's so easy for like a top player to just crater hard you know to someone who just picked up the game because they they like lucked out by like killing three star players at random like at the top of the game i i disagree with that because as a guy who does watch a shit ton of blood bowl the good guys are always going to be in the top 10 Mm. it doesn't really matter what happens to their team they can have bad luck stuff can happen to them but the good players are always going to be good at the game Right, but so, the thing—the thing is, what makes them good is something that you have to know a lot to understand how okay. and why it's happened. Couldn't couldn't you say that for anything? Like yeah, the reason for, they're good is because they've spent a lot of time to be but, good at the game. Do you mean like as a viewer, Lux, or yeah, yeah? But, like but for sure, it, I mean, for sure, it's true of everything. But it's the the amount you have to know for Blood Bowl is different than the amount you have to know for like basketball. Uh, I can't. I mean, okay. 
<laughs> this is you, you, this is getting you, stretched out so much. But say, yeah, that was an insane comparison, and I'll, I that's fair. I don't know. But we'll see. I, I would say that I, again, it is a problem with like I think if they had like a typical like uh, I'm trying to think like a in Counter Strike competitive Counter Strike, right? They don't not explain shit to you at the top of the match. Like they still explain to you why. Uh, uh, Vertigo is a great map for like the defenders and sh- stuff like that. So I think if there was a real, you know, broadcast, and if you, I mean, there's content out there too. There's like match reports, right? Two teams come together, and you get a rundown of the first team. Oh, this is a Skaven team. What they want to do is use the dodge skill in order to get out of sticky situations. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. Men, and they're very fun to watch. I, I, I think that the like. The like visual aspect is covered. If they could just get that like explaining the technical bits out of the way, it could really right. take and off. And then come with an announcer or even like yeah. some kind of visual aid yeah. along the side. Yeah. There, or there's like there's that. not a whole lot of that, and it's also yeah. like the 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 game itself is played by massive nerds, so there isn't like yeah. there isn't like personalities that are there to like be well, the welcoming that's face. That's where me and Hunter come in. That's yeah, right, bro. That's the goal. Kind that's, of trying to gas you guys up. To, yeah, you to, know we're. To, you know. Uh, that's so funny that you mentioned that, Griffin. We <laughs> actually do a little show on Twitch called Blood Buddies, where mm-hmm. we're trying to we're trying to break the mold here, right? We're trying to be the first two entertaining people in Blood Bowl ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to trip over that low bar. Yeah, yeah. I exactly. mean, listen, Games Workshop. Uh, I know you're not listening to this, but we're ready. All right, we've got our pressed uh, matching suits. Uh, mm-hmm. We've both got our veneers. Yep. Yes. Uh, we're we're ready for the spotlight. So and and French guy that was mean to Hunter. Uh, I know you are listening to this, and uh, thanks for being a lifelong fan. Um, well, guys, I, I think that was Blood Bowl. Unless there's any sort of final thoughts, uh, we do have some other things we need to talk about. Um, <laughs> we need fun. to talk about it's 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 super fun. Uh, and and like it's 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 easy to pick up. Just get in, play matches, hop in the the our league is called Blood Buddies Live. We we have a casual competition open that anyone can hop in and join, and it's just it's just super fun to play. And I hope that yeah. more folks uh, join in and play it. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna reverberate that, and also uh, specifically take this time to say, Frankie, I hate you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. You've done nothing but cause me anguish. Yep. Uh, for three weeks now. That's right. Um, and I will destroy you uh, okay. soon. We'll see. Uh, this Wednesday at the beginning of the league, uh, in the Thunderdome, uh, we're we're gonna finally see Frankie go down. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think we should all be excited about that. Oh, I need to officially join mm-hmm. the league. That's me. Yeah. Today. Blood Buddies is sponsored by OnlineTherapy.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and so, Blue Chew. Sorry, go ahead. And, and, and Blue, Blue Chew. Yeah, yeah. Stay hard Guys. while you make your brain hard. Guys, do you have a problem with your penis like we do? <laughs> um, wait, what? What'd you say? What? No. You, you were talking about his hard penis. Anyway, go on. Okay, I'll. I, I never listened to the episode, so I, I won't go back and catch that later. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, do I even do a podcast? Um, oh, so, guys, uh, am I the only one that's played Cod Blops? Yes. Um, I played the beta. Watched it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I played the beta with you. Yeah, and so, like, we've all seen the trailers, and I think we all sort of had some sort of hopes for what kind of game this might be. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I have to say that it 110% delivers. What? Uh, every level... <laughs> 
is <laughs> jaw is jaw dropping in what it has you do. Oh. It literally I literally would say it's like it's like Fox News the video game. <laughs> it's yeah. it is it is just one of the craziest things that I've ever seen. Uh, and sure, like they've done, they've had dicey political moments um, in their previous games, but this game is just completely mask off. I, I was joking that Reagan would give you like your quests like all the time. And that's basically what <laughs> happens. You essentially, Reagan talks to you between every mission. Wow. Um, and, and it really, it really just goes from one war crime to the next. I mean, it, it opens with you like torturing people on a rooftop and then you get to decide if you want to throw them off or not. Holy shit. Um, the, the next, uh, the very next, uh, one takes you to Vietnam where you're just firebombing villages. Oh my gosh. And Isn't this set in the eighties? Uh, it, it 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 literally just jumps from whatever war crime it <laughs> okay. wants to. So it's like, okay, we're doing some 80s stuff and then we're going back to the 70s for a little bit of war crime. And then, you know, like it, they really they take a big ice cream scoop out of the <laughs> out of the late 20th century. But um, a Kevin McAllister sized uh, Home Alone <laughs> scoop. Of- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of mil- of military interventions. Um, but what, what's what's like really shocking is like. It's this really weird feeling where they are showing you all of the reasons why America is bad and just completely. There's no there's no hiding it. There's no masking of it. They're showing you the horrors, but they're telling you that not only is it good, but it's actually kind of cool, too. Um, And it is it is just truly wild to play. I mean, the Vietnam level, it literally they're literally like, oh, we just got the call. We can we can shoot any hut. Oh, like it's oh, like no. it's wait that it's happens like, in the game. Yeah. Oh my yes. gosh, and that's and so you unnecessary. Just, and you were just flying around, blowing up just like village huts. Oh, and it was fuck. like one of those moments where I was like, "How the f-? like when you're playing this, you're like literally just like it's just like shooting fish in a barrel for like five minutes." And it made me think like, "How the fuck did we lose this war? Like this mission shows like how overpowered our side was. Like like how the fuck did we lose this one? We, like, like I think we lost because we didn't want to fight it. I think that was the whole thing." Well, that's the right wing framing of it. Like uh, they said, the Democrats like wanted to pull us out because they, they they were pussies or whatever. But no, we were losing that war. And like all like in Vietnam, there was this thing called like fragging or whatever, where like so many people yeah. uh, rebelled against their commanding leader that they would pull the hand grenade <laughs> on the belt of their commanding officer and blow them up. Yep. That happened so many times that there became a nickname for it. Yeah. So there was just roving like marauding bands of soldiers like doing whatever they wanted. Um, it was a disaster, like on every front. And you're saying yeah. this is like the fun part of the video game. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm saying that it is, it is, it is unlike anything I've ever played. It's just well, pure propaganda. Uh, like, yeah, like yeah. It, it is. I feel like this, this, this iteration is what the America's army game wishes it could have been. Mm-hmm, oh, I totally. played the shit ton out of that. <laughs> I did. Mm-hmm. I played a shit ton of America's Army because the the multiplayer was very fun. But in order to play the multiplayer, you had to take a test and Holy describe shit. how to apply a tourniquet, which was well, I mean, I mean, I do know how to make a tourniquet now, which is thanks to that game. But thank you, uh, Army. Thank you, Army. But um, I don't know. I guess 
it kind of sounds like uh it's going for a little bit of a starship troopers thing right but it's, it's not. like it's just it's just like full they, like, mask off like love it mm. no yeah i mean like you'd think that like potentially any any sane game would would be showing you all these like torture and war crimes and then eventually your characters would be punished for it but no like in every moment the game is insistent that not only are you cool but like the f the other people around you that are also doing the torture they're kind of cool too and they're people that you kind of relate to and you know they're just kind of dudes like you know it's just kind of like it's it's got it's dudes rock um and and, and you know i know that like Oliver North, like the Fox News guy, has consulted on Call of Duties and stuff like that. Um, Oliver North also, has consulted oh. on Call of Duty? Wait, what? Also, serious? not the Fox News guy, the Iran-Contra arms sales guy, I yeah. think is a, a more fair depiction. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, sure, but I, I, I'm talking to the millennials and sure, Zoomers sure. here. Um, yeah, he did something way more fucked up than Beyond Fox News. <laughs> I, I mean, he's making these games now. I, I can't tell what's worse. Um, but <laughs> like, yeah, and I think Call of Duty was always, you know, uh, sort of like right of center in the early games. But it always pitted you as a soldier up against like a giant force in these sort of large scale battles. And, and, and it was simple in that way. Like it didn't, it didn't ever talk about any of the other types of details of war, whether it would be torture or war crimes or that stuff. Call of Duty always kind of positioned you as just a heroic soldier on the front lines of a just war. And now Call of Duty is saying, we are doing unjustifiable <sighs> things. In every mission, we are showing you and, and you are playing through it, but you should actually accept these things not only as necessary, but chill as fuck. Well, didn't they didn't they kind of tiptoe into that with like the last Modern Warfare 2 where you're like you're breaking into houses in the middle of the night and like shooting people in their beds and shit like that? Yeah. Yes. And, and like, I think the, the difference between like this one and, and, and the modern warfare one is that modern warfare imagines, uh, a, like, like a fake, uh, Kurbukistan or whatever, <laughs> right. you know, like they, they try, to, they, tr they try to do, you know, like, a a, a parallel alternate reality version of events in, in those kind of things. This is specifically about our history in every in every moment. Mm -hmm. um, it, it it attempts to educate you um, like on what happened, and yeah, it does take its liberties to like create a fun video game. Um, but it it also is instilling uh, an ideology that is real people so real that they are literally CGI Reaganing like, in there, and, <laughs> and and other people like Gorbachev and oh, stuff like that. Can we talk about how um, how David Goyer is one of the writers? <laughs> Is he, oh, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? Wait, no, is dude. that true? <laughs> yes. Oh, are you guys talking God. about Batman vs Superman, David Goyer? Yes, he is. Oh, man. He, he, he was one of the head writers on this new Cod Blops. That does make sense because there is a scene where I'm waterboarding someone and then he goes, <laughs> Martha. <laughs> And then it's like, oh, what have I done? Oh, I gotta no, stop I waterboarding this guy. We've got the same mom's name. Wait, Martha. I had a dog named Martha. Um... Uh, okay, the, the, that's great. The campaign's yeah. fine. <clears throat> There's like, but that's ten percent of the game. You're right. You're right. Uh, how how's the? Listen, I, mean, I I played the 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 beta, and I was really hoping that the multiplayer of it was going to be like 
be able to put it over the top of modern warfare and i play a little bit of it and i i don't think it does Hmm, okay uh i mean i'll say that like warzone definitely is still the the thing for everyone to do it's clearly the mode and everything else is going to be secondary to to that uh what i will say though is that there has been a lot of fun modes that i that i have played um in the new multiplayer whether it's just the basic types of modes you've played before i enjoy the maps and just the feel of it all i mean this game looks and feels incredible you know it is it's a premier product um but then there's been some modes that have been a little hit or miss um i i like the zombies mode Uh, i'm less enthused with the the dirty bomb mode that one goes on way too long um but yeah i mean i think it's i think it's fun but you're asking me a question as someone who like you know multiplayer those modes that's not really what people care about certainly not what i care about like i I would like a (laughs) new you just say nobody cares about the multiplayer modes in call of duty yeah well why don't we look at the percentage basis of who plays multiplayer compared to who plays uh, who plays warzone yeah well i understand that but Black Ops doesn't have its own Warzone, so it, well, it, it's the Warzone exists with every new Call of Duty. So not only is Warzone a, a clickable button within Black Ops, um, but all the guns that you earn in Black Ops you can use in Warzone. Uh, so okay. it, Warzone is becoming sort of an everlasting product, not attached to a specific game, but just sort of like the mothership. Do okay, they have well, I guess like, I'm in- um, a fun like custom gun mod where like you can like paint the face of a guy that you waterboarded on the gun or like a little trinket of a like burned up Vietnamese hut or something. Or like can you at least put a <laughs> Punisher skull on there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I have the skull of Nancy on the side of the, on the side of the <laughs> a dark and powerful artifact. Yeah, oh, the deep dark mm-hmm. Nancy yeah, skull. A, it is a dark artifact. Is she is she still alive? No, she's 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 dead, and um, it was considered rude to criticize her. Which I recall because after, I got yelled at death. for doing so. Who yelled at you? I mean, people online, so it's not real. Okay. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I guess important question, Hunter. Yeah, I mean, I think that some of the multiplayer modes do miss for sure. Um, but it's just it's just nice to have more more multiplayer modes. I've been having fun, and I, another big thing I'll say about it is Call of Duty Modern Warfare is so janky and so glitchy that playing Black Ops, where all the menus are snappy and it's fun to like skip through everything and like mess with your loadouts, it's all so much snappier and feels so much more next gen than than Call of Duty, where it's like the menus just crash, like like it the the infamous. Pfft, social playlist in Warzone mm. that never works. All these things are fixed in Black Ops and it is just a, sm- did, a better experience. Did they fix like the very basic issues with like group voice chat? Yeah. Um, everything is better. Nice. Uh, it's just everything is better. Now the group voice chat stuff, I haven't messed with that much because mostly I talk to people on Discord, right, right, right. but everything is snappier and just feels like, oh, this is a game that works and not not like Warzone that like every time they update Warzone, it breaks more. <laughs> yeah. Um so there's something to that, you know. I don't know. Uh, well, Griffin, I have a question about games that you've been playing. Mm-hmm. Have you continued to play Valhalla? Mm. Oh fuck! Now that is my main squeeze. Like that's the only thing interested in that through. game after watching you play it. It is incredible. Um, I mean, 
I have not sort of gotten into the first two RPG Assassin's Creed they mm-hmm. released before this. They started sort of with Origins, which was in Egypt, and then they right. went to Odyssey. Um, and and I and I heard both those games were really really solid and explored kind of doing more of an open art uh, world RPG style setting. Um, but I think Valhalla is the perfect place to jump back into the series okay. with because it takes everything they learned from the first two and simplifies and streamlines it. So there is this massive world of things that you can do, but they don't overwhelm you with a million side quests. Uh, Everything is about experiencing the world in front of you um, in sort of this like almost like Breath of the Wild discovery way where like around every hill is a story and a moment um, as opposed to like a long list of to do's that sort of overwhelm you when you play some of these open world games. I mean, Ubisoft in particular is just so infamous for the map of cluttered objects, you know, like just a map of that looks messy that you like want to take a broom to like. This game has just really selected dots on it. There's mysteries, which are the side quests, and each one of them has been so fun. Like, I literally, one of the side quests was this couple, like, couldn't get horny for each other anymore. (laughs) So they asked me... They asked me to destroy their house to remind them of what it felt like to be in the heat of battle. That's sick. I I destroyed their house and set it on fire. They got horny and fucked. And the quest was complete. Yeah, in front of you? You like look away or whatever, but it's just like a a similar like side quest epiphany in that game where I found a guy on a cliff who had a bunch of boxes near him and he was like these. I don't want my children to kill me to inherit my stuff. And I'm old and decrepit. So I'm throwing all my stuff off the cliff. Can you help me? And you chuck (laughs) all of his stuff off of the cliff. And then he just jumps off the cliff and commits suicide. And it's like quest complete experience gained. Um, and there's yeah, a ton of shit like that. That's very surprises. cool. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's full of surprises. The, I've been really enjoying it. The last one that I played was for the, the, uh, the, Black Flag, the pirate one, which I yes. very much and liked. This one is so, to me, spiritually similar okay. to Black Flag. Right. And that I think is why it's really hitting home for me because you not only build up your Viking village after doing oh, getting like yeah, supplies and resources <laughs> for it, um, you, 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 and you, but, the, but the Viking village has so much to build on it that you really are like, oh, wow, like I cannot wait to unlock all these new sections to unlock new types of missions and new types of abilities, blah, blah, blah. They have that stuff. But then also, also, the game, the entire time, you are just sailing on a boat with your homies and Ooh, you see a town ahead and you hit triangle and you blow the raid horn <laughs> and they all jump out of the boat with you and you just start raiding a village. Oh, that's cool. Um, and like there, there's something to like feeling like traveling through the world with a squad as opposed to by yourself that that's super super fun and you get to do both like you can also just like go off and do some like solo dolo assassin adventuring um (laughs) and that shit's also extremely extremely fun it's it's very cool but i will say i've also been playing a different game where you go on big adventures and build up a small locality town to increase your power what Bug snacks? Nope, not bug snacks. <laughs> I've been playing Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, baby. What is that? Uh, All right, you guys it, handle this. I'm gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Griffin hates when I talk about weird indie games on the Switch. Um, 
No, it's a it's this it's this Japanese side scroller game where you play as a goddess named Sakuna who basically you accidentally set all the magical god rice on fire. And so I'm you have so, I'm so tuned out right now. <laughs> well, yeah, Hunter Hunter what? Hunter Hunter's couldn't care less anymore. He stopped talking about Blood Bowl and Hunter just like as soon as Hunter got that apple juice and cheese Hunter, stick, it's all he could think about. We, we, we can, can, nice we can talk nap. about Vermintide in about in about five minutes. Ooh. Yeah, we can get into Vermintide in a second if you want. But um No. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, hey, yeah, I mean yeah, look, you guys talk about that off pod. I've got <laughs> And you know, just trying to keep just, to do. just trying to keep our friend engaged so he doesn't fall asleep and choke on his string cheese. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you play as like this goddess, and you basically go on these like little side scrolly adventures that are pretty easy, although they get a lot more challenging as it goes. Um, but the other mechanic is you level up by growing more and more rice at this little farm that you manage uh-huh. with this weird family, and so you have to like do all of like the rice farming stuff. Like you have to like thresh the rice to get the kernels out and you have to hold the kernels so that they're shiny and then you have to like process them and get them ready for planting and eating and then you have to plant them and then you have to like till the fields and you have to like balance your time between working on the rice and fighting shit but the better your rice is the better you are at fighting and the more you fight stuff the better stuff you can put in your rice do you think that you get to make the fertilizer and it's fucking entrancing make a rice simulator and said we have to add demons or or like a demon game like we should add farming oh um, if either, it was definitely the second because the rice simulator, <laughs> while way more robust than it really should be, um, is way less robust than a whole ass game. I see. I see. Um, it's definitely like, wow, I didn't realize I'd be spending 40, 40 minutes of this game with doing rice stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, it sounds like it sounds like a little more ruin than rice. Um, no, but it's it's actually it's super fun. It's really like. It's fun to get to a boss fight and be like, oh, I can't beat this. What I have to do is really fucking grind out some S tier rice and then come back here and kill this giant clam or whatever. I mean, I do really like the look of this game. Yeah, it's really cute and fun. And it's it it was struck me as a funny like it's funny to me that my two games that I'm playing right now are Assassin's Creed, where I go on weird adventures and build up my town and Sakuno, where I go on weird adventures and build up my farm. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like we we like building towns. We love community here at the Game Boys. We do. We do. We do. I mean, yeah, the idea of getting to walk around and wave at people and see people and stuff. Oh, it sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't believe I miss it. I miss it so much. I wish it would come back from COVID. Yeah. Um, COVID's first victim, waving at strangers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, They're all scary now. It's yeah. It's like I'm. It's it's like I'm a little boy all over again. It it is weird. There's something. This is a, my COVID observation of the day, which is that when I'm walking through the neighborhood and I see someone not wearing a mask and they don't immediately scramble into their pockets to pull out a mask to put on, I feel like that's a personal attack. Which part? Like I feel like when you don't, when someone oh, doesn't, oh, they're like, you don't seem necessary for society. Yeah, and they're just like, no, I don't <laughs> care if you get COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I hate the joggers. The joggers are the craziest to me because they're like they're like putting it out like a machine gun. Like if everyone else has a pistol, then like the joggers are like a machine gun blowing. Yeah, they're it just out, right? huffing and puffing and blowing blowing all our houses down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now, Hunter, what's um, I mean, your favorite least favorite kind of COVID spreader? Yeah. Uh, my least favorite kind of COVID spreader is uh, a little guy I like to call Donald H. Trump. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and go. the H Damn. stands for hell no, Mr. President. 
That's right. Uh, I don't. I, I think you guys hit both of them. I don't really. I can't think of a third COVID yeah. spreader. Oh, oh, I've got. I've got one. Oh my! My, my, my actual my least favorite <laughs> is Mr. Gavin Newsom. Oh uh, yeah, that's, yeah, it's up there. I, I was gonna say my least uh, favorite one is the the bad guy from the Mucinex commercials. Ew, no. <laughs> I hate that little guy. Oh come on, wow, he's that, just trying to be like kind of a Willie Loman type. Yeah, he's nah, just sort of okay. working class, and the whole drug industry is very classist yeah mm-hmm. and now yeah. hunter's canceled yeah. and that's too bad yeah it's a shame uh, well it had to happen that's the end of blood buddies i guess um, <laughs> I, guess, I guess i'll uh sorry i'm sorry this i guess podcast, i'm really gonna go to through t- with it tonight <laughs> sorry, huh? sorry you're on this podcast to tell people about blood buddies then cancel it yeah, and had to stop forever that's really brutal <laughs> also speaking of donald trump i just saw a very funny i got a funny desktop twitter alert about the voting <laughs> about some voting stuff Mm. Uh, which is this. It's an update from the U.S. District Court in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, one of the Trump campaign's last stands. Giuliani, I'm not sure what opacity means. It probably means you can see. Judge Brand, it means you cannot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, pretty incredible awesome. stuff. Pretty incredible stuff from our friend Rudolph. Uh, I should have gone to law school. It just seems like so much fun. To, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I'll tell my mom that you think that, and then she can stop bugging me about it and start bugging you about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll give her your number and be like, every time you want to tell me I should have gone to law school or should still go to law school, call Griffin. Yeah, I mean, listen, Biden just forgave a quarter million dollars of my student debt, so I'm willing to just ante back up. Of well, yours, I feel per- of yours, yours personally? Yeah, yours personally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no one else. He was like, well, we wanted to do 50 for everyone, then 10, but then we decided a quarter mil just for Griffin. Yeah. He it's saw one cheaper. episode of, of, of Tomb Room and said, this is the kind of straight talk I need. There's zero malarkey yeah, yeah, in this yeah. Tomb Room. He was like, this mm-hmm. is basically the same as a small business and a Pell Grant. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so... You're you're good to go. Um, word. Well, I think now that we've uh, started making fun of uh, conservatives, as that feels like a good place to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, um, that's sort of usually where we go when we're out of video game stuff to talk about. Um, unless there is more video game stuff that I skipped, Griffin. No, I think I think I think we're good. I think. Um yeah like what wh- what's what's happening guys is there anything that you guys are ex- looking on the horizon you know we're, we're hoping this year is almost over but <laughs> we're like, hoping this year is yeah, almost over I mean, but who but knows it could go for six they more can, months we don't they know keep adding to the calendar there's no rule against it's been, it it's been yeah, done before yeah, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah many I mean, times. i'm excited for cyberpunk to come mm-hmm. out yeah i think that's gonna be fun um i think i'm just excited to see just what what it is at this point because like i think i'm kind of already over the whole like um embedded hype that they've been trying to cultivate for like the last year uh i think i'm over it i think i just want to be like okay so this is what the game is right kind of play with that the the more the more gameplay the show the less i know what it is (laughs) yeah i'm well okay and i i think it's really cool i think it's I think we, I mean, I just love that they're taking this very old tabletop RPG uh, content, I guess, story and like bringing it into a new generation for a new audience and stuff. Cause cyberpunk stuff is super fucking cool. And I miss, they need to make another Deus Ex, but oh boy, uh, yeah. I guess I'll take this mm-hmm. if I can get it. Maybe we postpone Cyberpunk until they make another Deus Ex. <laughs> I'd be totally fine with that. Uh, yeah. But the last one was really fucking bad, so I don't know about that either. Now, now I've been a I've been a, a Cyberpunk 
I've been a doomer punk on this podcast. <laughs> I, I think that the game is not going to be good. I think that very few companies have actually made a first person shooter that feels good and not cheesy and like thin. Um, but the stuff that I think might save the game are the cars. The car driving looks very, very good. Um, and I think if, if, you know, if I can just drive around in a cool future city, I think I'm going to be happy. I, if think, I, um, I would say I think this. Yeah. Shooting... Sorry, go if ahead. If I Lex. play a cyberpunk game where the coolest thing is the cars, that game is an absolute cyber flunk for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I mean, I I don't really think the like I'm not super focused on the shooting. I think that'll be fun, but just looking at like I think it's more of an RPG than anything, and I think that's interesting yeah. about it. Is like that that's what I want to do. I want to make a guy that's a, a corpo right like i want to make a fucking business guy that like you have like a little stock ticker at the bottom of your screen you actually have to invest in shit like that or so it seems and then i want to make like a little grungy guy and see how the story is different so that part of it yeah. is the more interesting part yeah the playing and in the world i think, make, I think yeah, if you're yeah, hoping that it's going to be a good sh yeah <laughs> right yeah mm -hmm. uh i think if you're hoping <laughs> if it's going to be a good shooter i i i think you're, you've got no, your hopes up not. in the right, no, the wrong no, spot. No, I know yeah. it's not, it's not going to be a good shooter. I've seen the shooting and it looks like Borderlands. It looks awful. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe Frankie could, could, could role play as like a three fembots mm -hmm. just yeah, walking so, around. Yeah, so old triad and they are going to have machine guns coming out of their jubblies. Uh, if you do want to play a good shooter, uh, Proteus just came out, which was this, uh, Indie boomer shooter that's been in development for a really long time. A boomer shooter? Oh, okay, you shoot boomers? boomer. A boomer shooter is basically like the genre. <laughs> Level one, Margaritaville. <laughs> yeah. No Russian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, are you guys done having your fun little joke? No. <laughs> Remember, no cheeseburgers. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Calm down. Uh, no, it's uh, if you liked the old kind of like school version of shooters like Quake and stuff oh, like that, okay. that were like super fast. And that's why they're called boomer shooters is because boomers play them, uh, but not exclusively. Ouch. Uh, but if you if you liked like really fast action, first person shooters uh, like, you know, Doom and uh, like the old Duke Nukem games and Quake and stuff like that. There's been a ton of people that have been like trying to uh, resuscitate that kind of first person shooter. And Proteus is like one of those indie games, one of these games that's been in development for a really long time. And it just got released and it looks really good. I haven't gotten a chance to play it yet, but I've heard nothing but like super great reviews about it. Um, it's got like a very old school aesthetic about it. It's got like a built in map editor that doesn't absolutely suck there's a lot of content in it just for a, a reasonably priced game i would say but there are good shooters out there it's just uh sorry griffin not every game has to be triple a i don't know what to tell you here bud well i'm saying if i'm gonna compare it to other triple a titles obviously i'm not gonna compare a doom like 2d shooter or like an indie game to like a, a mainstream game from studio project Red. but yeah did you um, did you play the new doom huh did you play the new doom 
No, I'm waiting for it to come for free on Xbox Game Pass. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I, I hear it's really good. Griffin oh my god! Living in the future. Yeah, it, it is coming to Game Pass in a week or two. I'm very excited about that. Um, there is one last question before uh, before I leave that I had for for Frankie uh-huh. and Hunter, but and probably less for Lux because <laughs> I can never really trick him into doing it. But guys, are we all about to play World of Warcraft Shadowlands oh, in a couple man. of weeks? <laughs> You're just really bumming me out at the end of this episode. <laughs> I I don't know. I this might be the first one that. No, that's not true because I've not bought expansions before. Uh, I don't know. I I still can't tell. I have been playing the pre-patch. I do like the leveling. The leveling's so fucking fast. I thought the leveling was going to be like a lot slower. But it feels faster it's now. Really it feels fast. even faster. It's incredibly fast. Well, they, well, they they squished it to one to fifty, and then they also made it faster. I think it's, I think it's good. I, I mean, I, I do like that. I don't know. I, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I wish the pre patch would have showed me more of like what to expect in the expansion. But I guess they got to make that money by making me pay yeah. to find out what's in the expansion. Right. <laughs> uh, what about you, Frankie? You know, uh, I played that, that bit um, back in October, a bit, a bit with you and Eve and some solo stuff. And I just, I wasn't, I don't know. It just did it. didn't really grab me. And I think part of that was just how much content there is and how confusingly they've arranged how to get into it. Yeah. But they fucked that part. I, up. I could be peer pressured into it. If, if like a bunch of people, like much like the only reason that I, played warzone was because friends were playing it and i wanted to hang out with people uh i could i could be peer pressured into into getting shadowlands if like a crew is assembling and i said this before but like shadowlands is gonna be much more streamlined than you playing between all the old expansions and stuff that was a weird experience yeah i just i i guess i want to see it first i think i kind of did the same thing with uh what's it called what was the last one bell azeroth uh, yeah, Battle for Azeroth. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't get it. I didn't pre-order it, but I did like watch at least like a day or two of it on Twitch, and I was like, okay, this looks cool. I think I'll get this. I think I'll play it. Um, and I played it. I played the shit ton out of uh, Battle for Azeroth, and it was great. So I guess that's where I'm at with this. Is like I kind of want to see it first, and if it looks yeah. fun, I'll get it and I'll have a good time. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, then I won't. Yeah, my general pitch for expansion packs to people is like, well, even if this even if this particular expansion doesn't make you want to play it for like 200 plus hours, like every new expansion does give you like a quality, like 40 hours of yeah. content that you enjoy. Yeah. So like you like you get more, you definitely get your bang for your buck um, when you're playing one of these and every expansion they do make the, I guess the main storyline like fun to play through. And, and it's fun to see them like experiment and try to heighten within their very old like game system <laughs> they have there. Yeah. Um, whether I like decide to like raid like for a long time, that's up in the air, but I think it will be a fun game for me to just kind of log in and do some like PVP with. And Um, and I'm happy to announce that Elder Scrolls Online continues to be fucking dog shit. So (laughs) I don't know what else. I don't know what other MMO I guess I would be playing. Well, it's Final Fantasy. That's the one. Yeah. Final Uh, Fantasy 14 is the is your last option. uh, I I keep going. Hey, there's always Lord of the Rings Online. 
No. <laughs> if you want to go uh, on a quest to check the tomatoes down at the farmer's okay, market for pod. Hobbit. All right, let's end the pod. <laughs> okay, yeah. Also, yeah, I'm not going to play I'm not gonna play World of Warcraft or any of these games. Oh, do, you not, do you not like uh, MMOs, Lux? I don't play MMOs. I, I lead, it's the It's my thing. I mostly play mm, single-player games, like one-off friends games. I do not play MMOs. Okay. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. That's a Rabbi Jack Luxemburg rule, and like many of Rabbi Jack Luxemburg rules, Rabbi I have Jack internalized Luxembourg. it totally. Your, That's my father. Your dad had a rule about MMOs? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> yeah. we are not playing MMOs in this house because you and I will both get really into them, and then we will have uh, arguments. Oh, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So we didn't, and so I've sort of internalized that. And then also, like, this was, I guess, my brother had already gone to college by the time we got internet, but then it was like, and he'll come back, and he'll want to play, and it was the whole thing. Um, yeah, you know, parents, they scar their children. Um, but uh, anyways, guys, Frankie, Hunter, thank you thank both you. for, oh, for joining thank us. You. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Episode. Um, do you have anything to plug either of you guys? Uh, I guess come watch uh, Blood Buddies. If you are very interested, even if you're not very interested in Blood Bowl, come watch Blood Buddies. Uh, come join the league, too, if you want to yeah. play. Um, and that's you all can at totally twitch.tv slash obtv obe tv right. there is a blood buddies discord with the There's tips bloody, and chat yeah. and stuff and I'm, uh it's, it's been really fun it's been really fun to play with lux and and frankie mm-hmm. even though i uh complain about it all the time <laughs> uh and it's been fun to play with people who haven't really played before and are still kicking my ass so cool uh yeah and then Come join uh, that I would also say selfishly watch my show every Friday, uh, Wizworld Live on Twitch. We've been really stepping up the production. We did a, a heist live last week. We're doing That's right. We're going into some music realms coming up. We, uh, if we can pull it off, we're gonna do a murder on the Orient Express show. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. wow. Let's go. We'll see. Ambitious. Yeah, they they keep going for it. Definitely a fun show to check out, and they're really consistent too. You guys do like three different nights a week yeah, now. Friday is the Wizard Talk Show. Saturday is stand up comedy as it exists in 2020, and then Sunday is our darkest show. That is Doom Room, mm-hmm. inspired by the Doom Room, uh, and where yes. we dig into conspiracies that are dooming us all. Hmm. Sort of a sort of a doomer stream. Very much. Um, yeah, so, yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe kind of. Um, also, you, you guys know where to find me. Seven nights a week. Twitch.tv slash Shoomroom. 6 p.m. Pacific. Pop off. We got we got a lot of fun stories this week. And uh, I got, I'm going to get a PS5 too at some point. Yeah. So stay tuned. Ooh, yeah. Dare to dream. Uh, and uh, check out Haley on Instagram and YouTube at Eat Every Sound. And also check out uh, Party World Wrestling Gaiden on YouTube. We yeah. just put that episode up on YouTube and there's another one coming in the future and stay tuned for when I eventually announce the big platform information. I keep saying I'm going to get to announce <laughs> soon, but it keeps getting pushed back, but I will announce it eventually and it will be a plug for the ages. Thank you for announcing your announcement and uh, see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.